Well, hey everyone, welcome to episode 72 of Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden. We've been talking a lot about sermon calendars this last year on Hello Church. Now, in this episode, we want to help you learn how to use either the sermon calendars you've acquired or you've created this next year. This is going to be an important podcast for you and your church. Don't let the sermon calendar you created or you have go to waste. Make sure you're utilizing it properly. And tomorrow's a big day. Yeah, it's a big day. Tomorrow's a big day for because... Ministry Pass. For, yes. Yeah, for Ministry Pass. You know, if you're watching this episode, we released this episode on October 5th on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. Uh, October 6th, though, mm-hmm. you know, this, is, this week is... We launched Ministry Pass seven years ago this week yeah and then on october 6th is the big day when we release all of our sermon calendars for 2022 yeah and so it's it's gonna be a big day so you can actually register for that event go to ministrypass.com forward slash special dash event if you like to see us roll out and release you know do the reveal of all of the calendars we have the topical the expository we have the youth we have the kids we have the lectionary calendar and this year mm-hmm what, what do we have? We've got a new one. We've got a sermon series, a 50-week sermon series through the book of Acts. So if you're saying, hey, I want to I go through a book of the Bible, but I don't want to do it in like 10 weeks or 12 weeks, like I really want to go through it. This 50-week series is perfect for you. You get to work through the book of Acts. In one year, you've got a, lot, a little bit of wiggle room for Easter and for Christmas. You could even extend it a bit, but 50 weeks, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a really good win for you and your church. Yeah, so it's really exciting. If you are listening to this late, you don't have to wait for our calendars to be released. For 2023. Actually. You could just, yeah, you could just hop in. Our calendars are already yeah. released if you're watching this late. So make sure to sign up. If it's not Wednesday yet, sign up. So it's ministrypass.com forward slash special dash event. Some incredible calendars coming up. And a few of the ones we, we've done in the past, we've done the expository where we do go through books of the Bible or large portions of scripture. We have the topical where it's really kind of focusing on seasons throughout Mm -hmm. the year. Of course, the youth pastor calendar, calendar for for youth leaders and youth pastors. We've got a children's ministry calendar. We have the acts and then the lectionary. So if you're starting the lectionary here coming up, the lectionary starts at the end of November then this calendar is really great for you. So it's going to be exciting. Before we jump into our podcast, make sure to subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast. Turn really on the notifications. It. So it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. So maybe you're watching us right now. You can subscribe to that, ring that bell. And then also, if you have a chance, uh, give us a review. Maybe you just give us a, a little like on a little YouTube. little thumbs up little thumbs up. Or you give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's super, super helpful. And if you're interested in the calendars, we're going to kind of go through. And this is not just for people who are using Ministry Pass. This is for anybody who's created a sermon calendar. But if you're really excited about seeing our calendars, either from last year or maybe you just want to hop on tomorrow and see our calendars for this next year, you can get a free trial of Ministry Pass. Just go to ministrypass.com. Sign up for a 14-day free trial, and you can check it out for 14 days. So let's hop in. 
but I wanted to say that beforehand in case you wanted to look at some of our calendars as you're kind of working through this podcast. Yeah, so I, I like to start with this. When you're using a sermon calendar, or you're planning a sermon calendar, all the content for the next year, I think you'd really like to start with the end in mind, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do you hope to accomplish from a content perspective in the next 12 months? Do you wanna work through certain books of the Bible? Do you wanna work through uh, one Bible, like the book of Acts that we have for our sermon calendar? Or do you wanna go through certain topics? You wanna do a relationship series, uh, a series on um, reconciliation, uh, forgiveness, well, you know, whatever the, the case may be, start with the end of mind and then work backwards from there. I think that's one of the most important things you can do. It's just like when you're writing a message, right? Mm-hmm. A sermon. Start with the end in mind so that you're able to land that plane really, really nicely. Yeah, so this this applies to a couple different types of people. So first, if you're using our calendars, you can kind of go through and say, okay, what do I want to accomplish this year? Mm-hmm. And you can choose which calendar. And these aren't scripts. This is just kind of a guide to get you going. And if you want, you can even pull out a series that we've created and put another series in. Uh, if you already have a sermon calendar created, something that you've done or maybe a group of pastors, you've created this calendar, really kind of go through at this point and evaluate the entire year and say, hey, does this get me to where I need to be? So if you want your emphasis this year to be on evangelism, uh, maybe discipleship, or you really want to dig into what the gospel means, look at it and say, okay, what do I need to trade out? And if you can, if you're doing that now, it actually makes everything easier because you're not trading it out last minute. You said, okay, I've, I've had a moment to step back, look at the big picture. So start with the end in mind, swap out what you wanna change. And I, I have to mention this too, uh, at Ministry Pass, we actually have sermon series. We have a sermon series over every single book of the Bible. Yeah. So if you're thinking to yourself, okay, I want to kind of mix topical and I want to mix Bible book, you can do that. So you can go in and almost even create a manual or custom calendar. So really kind of think through that and um, kind of lay it all out. So you have the calendar, you have it in your mind. The next thing that you want to do is you want to, as you're kind of putting this together, put it in some sort of spreadsheet or grid so that everybody on your team can see that and you really kind of keep it in front of you. That's super important. Yeah, so we do have a free resource available. It's in the show notes. Just click the link. It'll take you to a page where you can opt in to get a free uh, sermon Excel template. And a lot of pastors have downloaded that. It's really, really popular and it's free. So feel free to use that. You want to really keep everything organized like Wade was mentioning. If you're planning out 12 months of content, that's mm-hmm. 52 weeks, it's gonna take some level of organization to to just keep that all together. And whether that's you or maybe that's somebody on your team that you feel like is better suited to, to keep all that together, whatever the case may be, figure out a way to, to keep track of all the details, right? And, yeah. and then, uh, you know, as it relates to planning and and going through the calendar one of the ways that you know another idea or tip that we have is is really you know track how you prepare identify how you prepare Mm -hmm. for the upcoming year so for instance if you're going to be working through ecclesiastes you can read through a a book summary a bible book summary on ecclesiastes if you're going to be in a um topical series on parenting maybe read some parenting books uh, you know identify those ways in which you can um, 
inform yourself uh, broadly, right? And really at a granular level as well, but I would try both, right? Try to read something that's a little bit broader on the topic or the, or the Bible book that you're going through, and then read something that's a little bit more granular, a little bit more specific, um, so that there may be a unique angle that you can approach the content from. Yeah, here's, here's what I tell pastors too. So if you put together a sermon calendar and you put that calendar aside, and every Monday you wake up or Tuesday, whenever you get to the church and you start your sermon prep and you say, okay, what am I preaching today? And you look down at the calendar and you're like, okay, I got to prepare that this week. Uh, you're really, it's really only 50% effective. You need to keep it in front of you and you need to know what you're preaching weeks and months in advance. Yeah. And so, uh, for instance, I was preaching a sermon um, in one of the weeks, or it was actually based on a passage in the Sermon on the Mount. And so I started kind of collecting, oh, collecting this book, collecting this PDF on that passage or the Sermon on the Mount, checking this book out from the library. And so when it actually got time for me to prepare my message, I had already collected the materials and I had already started thinking about that sermon. And so that goes to what, what you're saying, Justin, is if you know what you're doing ahead of time, uh, slowly start working on that and doing that. And I know a, a pastor, uh, one of my old pastors, what he used to say is if he was going to be preaching through a book in like a year or six months, he actually would start doing his devotionals in that book. Not as a way to study it, but just as a way for that text to start working on his heart so that when he came back to it, it was already, it was already there. He could see how God had begun to work in his life as a result, and that that made it easier for him to communicate it and to apply it to the lives of of his people. Uh, another thing that we'd like to recommend is that pastors, and I think this is one of one of the most important things that you can do when preparing using a sermon calendar, is identifying your time off. Now we have podcast episodes about this, so I'm not going to belabor this point and the background on how stressful it is preparing sermons every week and how many mm. sermons pastors write and preach every year. Uh, we've gone through that, uh, but I do believe this is an important topic. Go ahead and schedule out your vacation, schedule out your time off, and schedule out when your team is going to be preaching. Th this benefits everyone, right? This helps you not just uh, take off when you're completely exhausted and you're like, you know what, I, I need some time off. You actually are proactive about that, but also be it, it really allows you to uh, create a preaching team. Maybe you've never had a preaching team before. Planning out your days off uh, ahead of time and planning whether your team or you have a guest speaker, whatever the case may be, you're, you're, you're essentially creating your own little preaching team for the first time. And that is going to benefit you as a communicator. You're going to be sharper when you do preach, yeah. but it's also going to help you develop the other speakers and communicators around you, which it benefits the body as a whole. It's going to benefit your church. So I think this is one of the most important things. Maybe the, one of the most forgotten things is yeah. really scheduling your time off a year in advance, but I think it's just critical for pastors especially in this day and age. Yeah, and too, if you have a, a guest speaker, it's so much easier if you can give them a, a text a month in advance and say, hey, this okay. is what you're going to preach. So they have that They have that time. The, the, the next tip we have is uh, when you have a preaching calendar, make sure you're constantly kind of meeting about what's coming up more than just a week or two before it actually, before it actually begins. And so what can happen is 
maybe you say, hey, hey, a new sermon series is starting in two weeks or in the next week. Uh, what can we do? And so you're, you're putting together maybe like graphics or this. It's, it's all new. Uh, if you're meeting in advance and if you're actually using the ministry pass calendars, you don't really have to worry about graphics. We give you some research to get started. You can go further with your staff. So you could say, okay, should we create a Bible reading plan? How do we integrate this with small groups? And we've given you small group questions in our calendars. So Bible listening plan. Bible listening plans. Uh, creative elements to disciple your people. How can we work this into the youth and the children's? And if you're doing all that the week before, it usually just doesn't happen. But if you have your calendar in front of you and you're working in advance and you're using your calendar correctly or using our calendars correctly, then it gives you, it gives you some more options. And God might be speaking to you months in advance on what you need to do, but if you're so busy and you're not listening for that, you just kind of miss some opportunities. So, Pat Pastors, you do a disservice to yourself and to your church if you're the only person that knows where this calendar's at. Mm-hmm. It's important that you bring in others along this process, and maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't have anybody. Uh, select people, and maybe half the people that you select, you realize, you know what, they're, they're not a good fit, or, or maybe you know they realize they're not a good fit for a you know a creative teaching team, and, and that doesn't mean that everyone that you select are, are are communicators, but they could be researchers. There could you know, how many hours have we all spent wasted wasted hours looking for the perfect sermon illustration or for a quote from a particular book? You read it, but you don't remember what you know book it was exactly. You just remember the cover or the author, and it was like you know, on this subject matter, how many how many hours have we wasted, you know, looking for a particular text or an image or a video? People on your team, or almost anybody, can really help you find those things. So there are many hats when it comes to a creative preaching content team, right? And so I think it's important that maybe you feel like you don't have that at your church. Find some people and work through that process together with them. And it won't be easy at first, but you the reward out of that that collaboration is going to be so much greater than just mm-hmm. you being the only person that has access to a sermon calendar for the entire year and you forgetting to let the staff know or um, having to develop the media like Wade said. Of course, with Ministry Pass, you don't have to do any of that. And we give you the, 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 the graphics, the video, the small group questions. So there's a lot that we give you. And, um, you know, I, I think it's important, right, that you don't do this alone, that you unburden yourself of trying to be the only voice in the room that has anything to say about uh, the scriptures, theology, you know, the, how the sermon should, you know, uh, go, what the graphics should look like. Unburden yourself of wearing all those hats and allow others to really contribute to the presentation of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. And I think, too, probably the last point, and maybe this goes without saying, is be flexible but committed. Be committed. If you really feel like this discipleship plan, this calendar is what God wants you to do, be committed to it, even if it might be difficult at times. Even if you say, oh, if I preach through this book of the Bible, it's going to take more time and more research. I could just go back to preaching what I'm used to. Be committed to that. At the same time, be flexible. We have all seen events happen in our world where it required an audible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a kid, 9-11, right? Uh, This last year, coronavirus. Those type of big events require us to do something a little bit different. Well, and sometimes big events happen at your church. Maybe there's a a tragedy and, you know, preaching on contagious joy 
in that few-week yeah. period just doesn't seem appropriate, right? And you had it on the calendar, and you did your due diligence, and you did the work, and you were disciplined. But for whatever reason, you know, uh, things happened. It's okay to, to, to audible. It's okay to pause. It's okay to say, Lord, what would you have me say or us say in this moment, in this time? And, you know, you just change a little bit. What I think is a mistake is people use that as an excuse, right? Mm-hmm. Or as a crutch to say, I don't want to, I don't want to suppress the Holy Spirit or I want to be flexible and, you know, open to what God wants to do. Well, we, we are, you know, we use a calendar, we use a preaching plan, and we're still open to God saying, hey, you know what? I know you've got this written down on paper and you got people involved. But, but I'd really like to do something different or maybe a tragedy or something happens, right? Mm-hmm. And you're sort of all forced to ask yourself, you know, yourselves the question of should, sh- is this still appropriate? Should we change? I think it's okay to change sometimes. So mm-hmm. again, like Wade said, be flexible, but be committed. Be committed to the process more than the plan, I would say even. Yeah, yeah. So be committed to it. Be flexible. I know for us in our church, we're going to move into a new building here in the next few months it's one of those things we don't know exactly when just because of building supplies and permits and all of that but i do know that when we move into a new building you're probably not going to be in the middle of a sermon series right you're probably going to start something new and so we can plan but it's going to require a little bit of an audible but things can always be moved around the research you've done or the sermon series that you selected can be pushed to later. So it involves being committed, but also being flexible. Those are our uh, tips for how to use a sermon calendar. Once again, register for our big calendar reveal. It's happening tomorrow. It's ministrypass.com forward slash special dash event. So forward slash special dash event. You can sign up for a free trial, check out those materials. I think it's really gonna be useful. I know pastors, Justin, we've all heard from pastors that say, I use your calendars verbatim. It's incredible. Yeah. And then other pastors say, oh, I mix and match. And it's really cool to see different types of churches, different types of pastors take what our writers have worked on and prayed over and use them in their local congregations. I mean, it's just really cool. Yeah, and and let's say you find this podcast or you, you found that on YouTube and it's like November 29th. And you're like, uh, well... I thought you were going to say November 2029. Yeah, right. That's a long time. Uh, well, and maybe you found it a few years. And it, you know, uh, We actually have the, the replay event for our sermon calendar uh, launch party or reveal event when we're showcasing all the new calendars. We have that replay event in the show notes. So, yeah. hey, there's that too. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Make sure to rate and review us. Also, leave a comment. What's a tip that you really like from the podcast or a tip you would give to somebody else? You can do that using the hashtag on Twitter, HelloChurchPod. You can do it on Instagram, at HelloChurchPod. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can just type it here. I know that other people will benefit from your advice, so make sure to add to the conversation. Yep. Uh, Next episode, how to turn a sermon series into a book. Uh, You're going to be surprised at this episode. I think you're going to find this episode pretty pretty, uh, interesting Mm -hmm. and and beneficial for for churches and pastors to leverage this idea of turning a sermon series into an actual physical book. So we'll see you next time. Hello, church.